Hello, and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 74. Sometimes I space the hello out, and uh, other times I just say hello and welcome. Uh, I, I'm, I gave it some space. Uh, we'll, we'll do a calming meditation uh, this, this afternoon. Uh, my name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What is up, girls and gays? So so is your theory that, like, like, like one can predict the tone and timbre of a Cartridge Cinema Club episode based on the pacing of Mark's hello and welcome? Well, it's it's funny that that might be like the bit that I was going for, but it actually doesn't apply this time because I'm like a little pissed off at this movie and I'm probably going to be like angry for a lot of it. And you were pretty guess, cheery on I guess the I'm, intro. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, it's, it's because I don't know. While, while I did hate this movie, it didn't like, you know, I still have faith in the world. It was... <laughs> Maybe the Lexapro's working. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, at one point, I, I I went back and listened to the uh, Resident Evil Afterlife episode, which is the one where we spent half of the episode <laughs> talking about uh, like Sonic and the labor practices of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and then like ten minutes talking about the Resident Evil movie that we watched, and that was like okay. the most like like venomous <laughs> your intro has ever been. Um, but D- don't tell me Resident Evil Afterlife is the one where that's not the desert one right? no it's the one where they're that's in the, the, prison. the prison one yeah. the prison one okay yeah. anyway. those fucking oh god we gotta do another one of those soon god um yeah anyway so i yeah i think we're gonna be seeing a little bit of a of a role reversal on on this week's episode because uh i feel like usually it's me bringing the sort of righteous anger down <laughs> on this podcast yeah. i'm the one who gets really worked up about shit uh we're gonna mix things <laughs> up a little bit this week because mark is really fucking pissed about ralph breaks the internet <laughs> yeah so so ralph breaks the internet um wreck it ralph too uh it's it, it like we said last week it's from 2018 um, I'm sure most of you saw Wreck-It Ralph and uh, less of you saw the sequel Probably. Uh, because we, we all grew up. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios, uh, not Pixar like I thought, uh, <laughs> but they do make it. They do make a joke about that is actually a pretty good joke. Um, it's uh, yeah, directed by Rich Moore and Phil uh, Johnston, who uh, wrote the screenplay with Pamela Ribbon and is his directorial debut. Uh, executive produced, um, of course, by uh, John Lasseter, who was doing all of those at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got Chris Chris Williams and Jennifer Lee. Um, features a star-studded cast. Uh, John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, Jack McBrayer, Jane Lynch, I mean, and Ed O'Neill. All. It, it's funny because Jack McBrayer and Jane Lynch's characters, Fix-It Felix and uh, the character that should be a lesbian but isn't, uh, are barely in this movie. <laughs> like, most of the well, characters yeah. from the first movie are not in this almost at all besides like ralph and vanellope yeah it really is all about um zionist gal gadot um <laughs> and uh, the, the other new characters alfred molina has a minor part as well yeah um but yeah zionist gal gadot is is one of the prime new characters mm-hmm. yes we're, we're gonna continue that bit <laughs> look she's because fuck- it first of she's a fucking zionist first of all, it's- <laughs> and second of all, it's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, she is a fucking Zionist. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's go over the plot, and then um, and okay. then I'll I'll try to keep a level head, and mm-hmm. you know, it's this movie's not the fucking Antichrist, but like, 
We'll get it into it. It bugged the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this takes place six years after the original Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope from uh, Sugar Rust, they're best friends now. Everything is chill. Uh, and then suddenly one day, an internet router is plugged in at the arcade. And suddenly, the people from the arcade could go inside the internet now. Uh, and then the steering wheel breaks off of Sugar Rush. And, and so Sugar Rush is going to get unplugged. Oh, no. Uh, so Ralph and Vanellope have to go inside the internet so that they could go to eBay and get the steering wheel. You know, when I was watching this movie, I was like, yeah, okay. But now I'm explaining it. Now I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and along the way, uh, you know, Vanellope gets involved into like a murder racing game. Like she's like really into like a free to play MMO version of Twisted Metal. Uh, and Ralph becomes a viral sensation because of course he does, because it's a movie about the internet made in 2018. Uh, and that that stuff sucks super bad. <laughs> So you want you want to hit me with some of your some of your general thoughts here, Mark? Yeah, it's it's annoying because uh, a couple things. I I do like uh, the friendship between Ralph and Vanellope and the yeah. core characters that they portray. I think uh, Sarah Silverman and John C. Riley are just so so good in this yeah, movie. They're they still very have good. good chemistry, and I still like those characters. Yeah. I would say for, for yeah. sure. Um, I just, I hated the premise and I hated their portrayal of uh, the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, I th- and I think that they try to do too much. I think this movie is so busy with so many fucking things. Yeah. Um, it's, it's got a real, um, it's got a real problem with focusing on like certain like plot elements. Like, like by the time I was halfway through, I'd already forgotten the, the character that they met at the beginning who was going <laughs> to like help them sell ad space or something. And then he comes back and is like, Oh, this fucking guy. Cause they, they just move on so quickly from thing to thing to thing. And it's, 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 it's very, it's like a neck breaking pace. It's a real rise of Skywalker problem. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I, I said it. I said, I said the thing. Yeah. Um, if I, I, for the two of you that have seen, uh, the Incredibles two, I think that this movie has a lot of the same problems that, the Incredibles 2 did where like it's it's very disjointed and it it lacks like a clear vision um it feels more like a series of episodes from like a decent Wreck-It Ralph TV show or like 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 you're watching characters play through the plot of a video game where like they just kept like getting sent on new side quests and go to collect more bullshit like none of the storylines ever stick around for more than like 20 minutes or so like at at the end like they try to make like the whole movie was about how like ralph is insecure and he's clingy and he doesn't want to give up vanellope as his best friend um and you know he needs to learn how to like respect her time and her space but like none of it is pulled off because the movie is like constantly changing course throughout itself um all that said i was really expecting to have like a visceral just disgusted, vomit-inducing reaction to this movie. I thought it was going to be, like, the absolute fucking bottom-of-the-barrel-ass fucking emoji movie-ass movie that is just, like, just the dregs of capital being, like, marched out in front of you to dance for your amusement and then burned in a pit. Um, and it's not quite that, uh, mostly because, like, you know, the the moment-to-moment writing is still, like, all right. It's not as good as it was in the first movie, but, like, you know, some of the jokes are all right. The characters are still charming and everything. It's just, like, the plot is kind of a mess. And then also, you know, 
it's about the internet, so it sucks. But my, my take is that, like, I thought this was going to be garbage and, like, like insulting to my very being. Um, and I just think it's, like, fine. Like, it's okay. It's It was... I'm almost disappointed because I thought it was going to be a lot worse, that I was going to get more worked up about it. Sure. Now, let's talk about why this movie was garbage and was insulting to my very being. <laughs> Hit me. Because I've got some thoughts. Yeah. No, I I mean, at the end of the day, like, you're right, right? Like, it's not... Again, this movie did not, like, make me want to, like, blow my brains out. It's... it's I, I just... The again, the portrayal of the internet, it's it's so frustrating. I'll describe the moment when I knew how I was gonna feel about this movie. And this this feeling that I got at the very beginning of the internet sequence never faded for the whole movie. <laughs> okay. So the first thing Ralph sees when he goes into the Wi-Fi router and he shoots along the telephone lines, and it's a cool sequence. He goes out and he sees this beautiful, colorful vista, and it's the internet, right? And it's portrayed as kind of a big city. Um, and the first thing he sees is the Snapchat logo on a big fucking billboard <laughs> and then a big Amazon building, which it's like, it's not inaccurate to what the internet is like, which yeah. is why I can't, I can't fault the movie as much as I want to, because it was just accurately portraying what the internet looks like in 2018, but it was just so depressing and it was annoying to watch them try to make it seem like fantastical and wondrous when it's just fucking brands and <laughs> yeah. logos everywhere. Um, th- at one point, a bunch of mail on like a, a, a mail truck or a mail train gets scattered a bunch scattered, scattered about, and it's just a bunch of Gmail logos. Um, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. That, that was my problem with the movie. And it, the whole movie is that, you know, it's just yeah. brands. I think, um, you know, uh, while this movie does not hold your head under the water of product placement as much as I thought it would, like, that's kind of why I thought I was going to really hate this, is I thought it was going to be one of those movies where, like, the brands are just constantly woven through it, and, like, there were, you know, there was going to be a whole scene where they go to Amazon and talk about how great Amazon is, and it, like, it's not quite that movie, like, most of the real internet brands in this uh, are, are, like, kind of in the background and not like there's not that much attention drawn to them. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right in that trying to portray the internet as a whimsical place of wonder and excitement. Like, you know, even though like, you know, in this movie, there are still like characters that represent pop-up ads and like there's that scene where where ralph has to go read the comments on his viral videos and everyone's calling him a dumbass and he feels really bad about it so like there's moments where they they like you know hint at the idea that you know maybe the internet is not the you know isn't this beautiful fantasy land like we, we maybe thought it was but you know like trying like anything trying to feel like like wholesome and good about the internet in 2018, uh, I think falls really flat because we are all on the internet. We have all been on the internet for over a decade now. We know that the internet sucks. <laughs> you know, we know that the internet is a nightmare uh, mm-hmm. where you know fascists and pedophiles gather to do awful things. And so, yeah, like this movie trying to make you feel that like sense of like 
Disney Wonder uh, while looking at the big Amazon building, uh, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, th- that that was my problem. And uh, what you said uh, about like the 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 lack of like direct product placement, like they didn't like go order a Domino's pizza on dominos.com or <laughs> yeah. something that th- yeah. there is none of that to like, to be perfectly honest, I'm glad that they had the restraint. And I think that would have really cheapened the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it is just the, the idea of, because the internet is such, it's so like not a democratized place anymore. The way that it was like even 10, well now it's a bit more like 15 years ago, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so so it's them hopping from like the internet is portrayed like Disneyland, where the different lands are different like big branded <laughs> websites. Yeah, which I mean, again, kudos to them because that is what the internet is. Like the internet <laughs> is the internet is is four different, slightly different kind of blue square <laughs> logos. Yeah, that's what the internet is. Yeah, so I... like the fact that that's how they portrayed it. I guess is not a fault of the movie. Yeah, I think I think the movie would be better if none of the real brands were in it. I think like if, I I was I was gonna say that exact thing. You're totally right. Yeah, and it's weird, right? Like, because um one of the one one of the websites that is is that is quote unquote central to the plot, not really because it, none of it matters. <laughs> um, yeah, but um <laughs> is like a video website that's called BuzzTube, and that's like one of the only like non-real brands in the movie but they mention youtube so it's it's still there um and i feel like if they had just like not had to be committed to well we got to put all these fucking brands in it um i think it would have been a better film because they would have been able to be more loose with uh you know what the websites can be and like what what some of the ideas can be because it's all tied down to brands you know they probably all got like from every single fucking website that they licensed the logo for they probably got fucking 400 pages of brand guidelines telling them what you know color the pngs are supposed to be and shit and i yeah. i, I th- there i can't imagine that that did not like detract from the creative energy of the film in some way um and you know like because you know the original record ralph obviously uses a lot of real video game brands um but like you know people have a reason to feel like good and whimsical and nostalgic about arcade games uh that feeling does not exist for amazon <laughs> for me i don't know yeah. about you who who feels good about twitter i don't <laughs> none of us do None of us feel good about that website. So showing the website as like a bunch of cute like bluebirds flying up to a Twitter tree is like fuck Twitter. I that <laughs> yeah. I refuse to view it charitably. Yeah. Um and I also think that the um the stuff where they try to make it that like Ralph is going viral. So like the idea is like Ralph wants to get a bunch of money so he can buy the steering wheel for Sugar Rush on eBay. Um, so he wants, so he's going to go viral so that he can, you know, get that, them ad clicks so that he can get enough money to buy the steering wheel. (laughs) This is like a 20 minute part of the movie. And then this plot line is just discarded. Like there's so many different things that could have been the whole film. Like this could have been a whole movie about like, you know, Ralph going viral and then like contending with internet fame. But instead it's like a 20 minute block in the middle of the movie that like 
has the, like, you know, there's the scene where he goes to look at the comments and gets real sad and stuff. And that feels like it should be a scene from the end of the movie, but instead it's like an, like an hour into the two hour long movie because the movie is trying to do six different things. Um, but yeah, it's not, um, it's not very convincing when they show Ralph's viral videos and people are laughing at them. It's like, you know when you're watching like a sitcom or like a movie and there's a character who's supposed to be a stand-up comedian and they're doing jokes on stage and everyone is laughing at them and <laughs> none of the jokes are funny. <laughs> and it's like this yeah. weird, like uncomfortable, unreality feeling. That's what that's what the viral video stuff in this movie feels like. It's really yeah, that bad. whole section. The whole section just had like, for lack of a better word, like boomer energy. Yeah, I don't know. The, that's the, the thing the, is, the like, go- I thought this movie was going to be more rife with boomer energy. <laughs> T- totally, totally, yeah. and it's really just yeah, those videos kind of just like give that away. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything else you want to say about like the way that they portray the internet in this? <laughs> no, um. Honestly, that's that's most of my thoughts on the movie. If I'm being if I'm being perfectly honest, yeah. I just did want to briefly touch on uh, they, they they go to like a Disney fan forum section, yeah. like Disney I, I website. Feel like, I feel like this is the thing that most people know about from this movie because when the trailer dropped for this movie, Tumblr freaked the fuck out. People lost their goddamn yeah. minds because they put all of the Disney princesses in casual wear in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, so watching the princesses wear these, like, Target-style, like, off-the-shoulder graphic tees with things, like, related to their specific movie or universe was... I I looked at it, and my my brain was annoyed, but my heart was like, aw, that's cute as shit. Yeah, I'm... So, like, they got me, right? They got me. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that uh, seeing all of these characters uh, like <laughs> wearing streetwear, <laughs> like you know, d- doesn't have a certain appeal to it. But like th- this moment of the movie, where like you know, where Vanellope goes to the Disney fan forum and goes to the Disney princess castle and like hangs out with them. Um, it's just the most fan y shit I have ever seen in a feature film in my entire fucking life. <laughs> like, yeah, in, in any movie ever. Yeah. For sure. And I, I, like, the entire scene reads like something someone would write on Tumblr in 2016. It's Yeah, in a way, I, I admired the boldness of them even doing this. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, it's so fucking blatant. Yeah, it is it is it is one of the most pandering things that I have ever seen in my life. It's it's yeah, truly I'm... transcendent. And it doesn't it's like it's it's another one of those things where like this movie is like disjointed and doesn't know what it's wanna be what what it wants to be, you know? Like it like, you know, the whole movie could have been, like, a Disney crossover thing, but it's not that. That part of the movie yeah. is only, like, ten minutes of it. The whole movie could have been about Ralph going viral, but it's not that. That's, like, 20 minutes in the movie. The whole movie could have been mm-hmm. about uh, Vanellope getting into uh, Slaughter Race, which is the name of the racing game that she gets into and wants to hang out with Zionist Gal Gadot. Um, <laughs> she's, okay, to be clear, so just so, just so, I, just so, I'm, just so we got this out there, Gal Gadot plays a character who is in Slaughter Race. She's like a badass car driver. Uh, And then also the actress Gal Gadot doesn't uh, think of Palestinians as human beings. Anyway, um, (laughs) you know, 
all of these Man. all of these like disparate elements feel like they could have been like kind of the premise for the whole film uh but instead it tries to juggle all of those things and then ends up being bad at all of them <laughs> uh yeah this that that really is uh that that's the 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 movie watcher uh, problem with this. That's like the movie critique problem with this movie. Um, and I think that that's more valid than my annoyance that uh, that the internet sucks today oh, and I they mean, accurately portray I it. I mean, I don't <laughs> think it is. I, you know, I don't think it is, though. I mean, like, if we're being real, like, you know, it, even if, you know, I, I recognize that, like, this movie could have been a lot worse. Like, this could have been, like, an Angry Birds level of film, uh, just with, like, the level of, like, boomer humor and energy. Uh, but make no mistake, like, this is a this is a shambling capitalist zombie of a film. You know, it is... It is <laughs> yeah. Just because the people at Disney are sly enough and good enough at making movies uh, to know that if they just, like, oversaturate the film with brands constantly, people are going to be turned off by it. And instead, they need to sort of, like, just kind of have brands just kind of, like just woven through the fabric of the film, woven into the, into the background, woven into the, you know, the, just like, you know, the, 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 the ethos of the movie rather than it being kind of like front and center. Um, you know, they're still trying to sell you shit. They're just a little bit smarter about it than, you know, the fucking angry birds people and the emoji movie people are, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> Disney I, I did still absolutely, sucks. <laughs> I did absolutely see a purple mattress logo somewhere in this movie. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I think it's an agreed-upon position in, in the Triple C Nation that Disney hasn't made anything genuinely inspired since Tron. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so I, I just want to touch on one more thing before we wrap it up. Uh, uh, when it comes to the Disney princess thing, there's a scene I want to draw attention to. I'm sure this has been discoursed already, but I <laughs> this surprised me. Um there's this whole like thing where Vanellope's like, I'm a princess too. And the, and the princesses ask her a bunch of questions about her backstory. Like, like, Oh, were you locked away in a tower? Did a powerful man come and rescue you? And then she's like, Oh yeah. It's like, Oh, she's a princess then. Ha ha. And it's just, it's Disney being very self-aware. Oh, and she, and she says like, I don't even have a mom. And all the princesses are like, none of us do. Ha ha. And, um, it's, it's this thing with Disney being self-aware of the sexist tropes that they either created or perpetuated mm -hmm. and have been continuing to create and perpetuate and profit massively off of for decades, uh, for a fucking century. Um, and it just feels gross to me that they will, they'll wink and nod about like, oh, isn't it fucked up that like, None of these, like, female characters, all these female characters have the exact same, like, vaguely sexist backstory, uh, and they all get rescued, and they all uh, vaguely hint at independence, but at the end of the day are, like, married to a man at the end. And the movie, it just exists to... Uh, to draw... That, that scene just exists to draw attention to that trope, and, like cause a hearty laugh for the parents while they continue to release, you know, Snow White from the fucking <laughs> HD Blu-ray vault and then yeah. you buy it. And they obviously are not going to make any changes to the movie. And I, that's not what I'm calling for. I don't want like old, like capital P problematic media to be changed or censored. I'm, I'm very against that for the, for the most part. Don't yeah. 
that doesn't apply to everything for the most part. But like, shut the fuck up. Disney. <laughs> like, don't you can't. They're so clearly trying to have their cake and eat it, too. And and appeal once again to that like woke Tumblr audience who mm-hmm. would have gone crazy over the, the crossover itself. Yeah. It, th- that bugged me a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it definitely uh, makes me think of, um, you know, films like Black Panther um, and the idea of uh, Disney ever, you know, like putting an LGBT character in a lead role in a, in a, in a major film. Um, and, you know, those... That scenario is basically a mega corporation, Disney, that has been, that is largely responsible for the whitewashed, uh, you know, heteronormative media that we consume. Uh, then wanting credit and wanting praise and, uh, you know, and people, you know, getting excited and heaping joy and love onto films like Black Panther, uh, for basically Disney, like, you know, making a token gesture towards undoing all of the damage that they are doing, you know, like it, it, it's, it's not like, oh, wow, you know, media was so, was so uh, white and straight. And then, you know, Disney came along and kicked down the door and here's Black Panther and whatever fucking <laughs> gay superhero movie they're going to make that's going to suck shit. You know, um, that's not what it is, dude. It's like, no, media is, you know, white and straight. And one of the main progenitors of that is fucking Disney. So, like, they don't get any credit from me, you know, when they go back on that. Like, it, yeah, it it sucks. Fuck Disney, fuck capitalism, fuck this movie. What are we watching next week, Mark? Uh, well, we're watching Digimon the movie, uh, which is a 2000 Japanese, uh, uh, American-Japanese film adaptation uh, produced by Saban Entertainment, distributed by 20th Century Fox as part of the Digimon franchise. Um, it, it apparently uses uh, footage from um, a couple of Digimon short adventure, sh- a couple of Digimon short films. I'm, I'm butchering this Wikipedia <laughs> uh, section. Uh, it's a Digimon movie, folks. Um, it's got a bunch of Digimon shit in it. Uh, they pieced it together from broken parts of a bunch of other little Digimon f- short films, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then they dubbed it, and then they put it out uh, in, in in theaters, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yes. Um, so, interesting things about this movie. Um, yeah, so like Mark said, it's like cobbled together from a bunch of like Japanese Digimon movies. Um and uh, I have seen this movie once. I saw it when I was like 10, uh, which I think is the correct age to see it. Um, and it made no goddamn sense at all. I like, okay, I didn't really, I didn't know the Digimon show. So I only saw the movie because I was at a friend's house and it is nonsense. <laughs> um, and because it's stitched together from multiple films, uh, like Wreck-It Ralph 2, uh, it, 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 is, <laughs> it is just an absolute massive disorienting, confused plot that goes in 12 different directions. Um, and I'm really excited to watch it again because I think it's going to be just total fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah but i like i like i like a digimon i like i like that cactus guy i think agumon is pretty cool there's that bunny with I, like the the cool ears some good stuff i don't know shit about digimon i know there's one that looks like a t-rex and he's orange and he's probably the main character yes there's oh, there's one that is a little t-rex and he's orange and then he gets bigger and then he has robot parts um 
and we're gonna we're gonna see some of that <laughs> next week. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Yeah. Where can people <laughs> find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Well, uh, if you hate Twitter as much as we do, you probably have an account. Um, so you should follow us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's it's more fun than the Twitter because you can mm-hmm. talk to people without a bunch of dipshits trying to come into the comments and say <laughs> something funnier than you already said. Get off of my jokes. My joke was perfectly good without your fucking input. Um, <laughs> to no one in particular. Um <laughs> That, that sounded mean. I don't actually mean it, guys. You can be reply guys if you want. I'm fu- I'm fucking around. Um, uh, join uh, uh, join the Discord. Like I was saying, <laughs> uh, uh, wherever you listen to us, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, your favorite podcasting app. That's all chill. You should rate us and give us a high rating because that helps with SEO stuff, and we want to be famous. That's the whole goal. Baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what we wanted famous. to do when we started Cartridge Cinema Club. <laughs> we were like, this is going to be the thing that puts us on the map. <laughs> yeah. Um, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Fuck cops. Don't join the military. <laughs> peace. And God. peace. I gotta, I gotta say, like, what I... When I like, as soon as I closed the tab to finish watching Ralph Breaks the Internet, like half of the film was like immediately gone from my mind. <laughs> like, this L- lucky movie is for so you, pointless. I, lucky for you, I was hate note taking the entire time. <laughs> I I didn't use it, but I fucking wrote every time I saw a brand inanely inserted into the background. <laughs> I was like, at some point, I realized I was like, this is a pointless endeavor. What yeah. am I doing? I mean, so it's I stopped a, doing that. It's a pointless film. It, it shouldn't exist. Like, it shouldn't have been made. Yeah. It's not entertaining enough to even, like, get you through the day. It's just, it's it sucks. <laughs> All right, later. That's a, that's a podcast. That is a podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs>